and welcome to episode three. If you haven't already taken a listen to episode one and two, you should probably go back and start there. If you subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast on your favorite podcast app, it will help others find us to join my co-host, Selena, and myself as we document the creation of our fundraiser for the Children's Wish Foundation. So, some good news, we've connected with the Children's Wish Foundation, and on this podcast, we're letting you listen to our conversation with Tammy to find out a little bit more about the work they do and how they can support our efforts in this fundraiser. Here we go. Afternoon, Children's Wish Foundation. Tammy speaking. Hi, Tammy. It's Selena and Jason. Hi, Selena and Jason. How are you? We're good. How are you? Very, very good. The sun's out, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit cold, de- but yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's a bit deceiving, but it's nice to have some sunshine. So you guys are moving along. I checked we- out the website and uh, thanks for buying our first ticket. That's awesome. Yeah, you were our first purchase. <laughs> yeah, we're looking forward to it. I have a I have a five year old, uh, so she's uh, certainly looking forward to something like that. We do a similar event, one of our first party events, similar but you know on a more of a, a larger scale um, through Children's Wish, where it's a kind of a princess kind of theme dance party but the the sing-along effect and obviously (laughs) we you know like any event third-party event within the community that uh, we can support we absolutely do perfect so tammy we've already gone over the idea with you a bit so before we get into the kind of details about our events i think we'd really like to give you a chance to tell us more about the children's wish foundation like selena just brought this up as (laughs) As the um, the cause that she wanted to support. So maybe you can do some education with me and maybe tell me about some of the work you do. So the Children's Wish Foundation, we are the largest and only all-Canadian wish-granting uh, organization in Canada. So what we do solely is we provide children with that are suffering with a life-threatening illness the opportunity to realize their most heartfelt wish. So we provide wishes to to children all across Canada. There are other wish-granting organizations within Canada. However, we are the only organization that is 100% all-Canadian. So roughly on average, there's about 10 to 13 smaller kind of wish-granting organizations that are fantastic as well. But just to give you the scope of uh, where Children's Wish sits in comparison, if you combined all 10 to 13 of those risk-granting organizations together, the Children's Wish still grants three times more wishes than all of them combined. Jeez. So we are the wish-granting authority in Canada. Yeah, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) We grant an average of three wishes a day. So put that in perspective, Jason and Selena, every time you're sitting down for a meal, the Children's Wish is granting it. A wish for a deserving child who's who's going through a life-threatening illness. That's incredible, Tammy. That's exactly, you really nailed exactly why I thought you guys would be such an amazing cause. So we've seen that there's a bunch of larger events that are organized by the Children's Wish Foundation from time to time. Can you give us any examples of those? The National Capital Region, and it says National Capital Region, but really we cover all of Eastern Ontario. So everywhere up to Belleville, Kingston, you know, further than that, even Timmins. Um, so we cover all of that area. But in uh, out of this chapter, we do run four uh, what's called first party events. So the first party event is basically ran by you know the Children's Wish. We we formulate a planning committee, a volunteer planning committee, to assist us with that. And then we do um, you know an event on a larger scale. So to give you an example, in two weeks from 
this Sunday, we will have what's called our Princess and Superhero Dance Party. So it's basically an afternoon filled with live princesses and superheroes, music, DJ, face painting, balloon twisting, and, you know, anything that you can think of for, you know, a kid's fantastic party, food, crafts. Jason's eyebrows raised when he said that. I think he wants to go (laughs) as a superhero. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) That would be fantastic. So basically, yeah, so that's an example of one of our larger scale events. But, you know, we run four per per year. However, as far as third-party events, all across Canada, there's hundreds of third-party community-run events such as the sing-along party. So, you know, it could be a service group like um, the Lions Club or uh, it could be just a, you know, a corporation who wants to, you know, give a, do a barbecue on a Friday or it could be a school that wants to do a car wash. There's there's lots of community activities that we call third-party events and really those are crucial because those are the ones that really sustain us and give us the capability to continue what we're doing. So it's very vital that, you know, that the community knows that there's every opportunity to help, to step in, and, and we can go through, you know, what the first steps are and how to how to get involved. But the, the Princess and Super Party mm-hmm. Dance is, uh, is one of our first parties. But like mm-hmm. I said, there's numerous throughout all of the community and uh, every vital for, for, you know, for us to have that support within the community because without that, we aren't able to grant wishes. So You told us about the organization itself, but can you give us any specific examples of wishes that have been granted recently? Sure, absolutely, Jason. We actually just had a, a really kind of a neat wish, um, kind of touching uh, a month ago. So this wish is coming out of Halifax. However, it actually was granted here in the National Capital Region. So it was a Syrian refugee family who, um, who relocated to Halifax just over two years ago. So in Syria, you know, the mom was an accountant, the dad was a was a, a chiropractor or something of the sort. They both had very reputable jobs. And when everything kind of went down there in Syria, two and a half years in a, in a Syrian refugee camp before Canada, so they went to Halifax. So not even a couple of months ago, one of, one of their children, and they've got seven children, <laughs> one of the children actually was diagnosed with a life-threatening illness. And we offered her the opportunity to realize you know, and dream about what her most heartfelt wish was. And uh, she didn't have any hesitation. Her wish was she wanted to meet the man that saved her and her family's life. So it's Honorable Justin Trudeau. He was the one that passed the bill to let the refugees into Canada and save, uh, save these people from, you know, save their lives, basically. So that was her wish, 11 years old. So we were kind of, we were blown away. So mm-hmm. so we made all the arrangements with uh, with Mr. Trudeau, flew the whole family up, all nine of them, and three of them were actually in wheelchairs. So we take care of everything as far as, you know, flights, accommodations, travel arrangements, activities, everything is taken care of. So she, her and her whole family flew up. She spent the day at City Hall, uh, met Justin Trudeau lunch. She actually went into the forum and he spoke about that day when he passed that bill and she seen, you know, the venue on, you know, the whole hall and just that was really quite touching for us to hear because, you know, wishes, you know, going to Disneyland and, and traveling, those are our most prominent wishes. 67% of our wishes are travel wishes and this is kind of a combination of a travel and a celebrity, what we want to call celebrity wish. Um, but, you know, it's these ones that are so unique to to the child that really, you know, it really impacts 
stressful where, you know, if you don't know the backstory, maybe, you know, if you just heard, oh, well, this child's wish was to meet Justin Trudeau, well, you might not realize how special it was to her because she really sees it in a light that, you know, this man is the person that saved my life. So it's a, it was it was really really neat. So that just happened uh, that happened last month, and then we've got like I said, the wishes are as unique as the, as the child that makes them. Sixty seven percent are travel, and most times it's to the magic most magical place on earth, Disneyland or Disney World. But we have you know celebrity wishes, we have um, item wishes, uh, makeover wishes. Um, just to give you an example of uh, you know a makeover wish we had, and a unique wish as well, and very touching. Um, uh, about a year and a half ago, we had a, a little boy, and he was wheelchair bound since a very young age. And all he wished for is to be able to go into the backyard and play with his siblings. Something that you would think is so that would be, you know, like a simple, simple pleasure. Uh, it wasn't accessible, so obviously, being in a wheelchair, the backyard wasn't wheelchair accessible. So we went in and we completely did the whole backyard, like we paved it, wheelchair accessible, the proper swings, the proper, you know, ramp the proper, proper lifts, everything, so that, you know what, he could just go outside and be a kid and play with his siblings in the backyard. So, you know, wishes like that are, are you know, like you, you, you think there's something that we might consider as, you know, a simple wish. Well, I just want to play with my siblings. Well, that's not always the case. And we were able to bring that to life for him. So we were, that is really, you know, it kind of holds a special place in my heart. So. Yeah. Selena didn't warn me that we were going to need Kleenex yeah. for this talk. Jeez. <laughs> I've said to keep the Kleenex handy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so our event, like, we really want to make a difference. Our event is a small one. We're not looking at a huge one here. We've got a venue that's come forward, and it's a pretty decent size, but it's not huge. And we definitely want to raise funds, but we don't want to make it too expensive for participating families. So what would you suggest that a small event like this do to really make an effort? Well, there's different components that you can, um, and it depends on kind of what the restrictions are for the venue. So, and from what I understand, the venue that you're going with, it is, you know, food is going to be, you know, you can't bring food in. Mm-hmm. So well, sometimes you can, you know, often either save on on the cost and bring, you know, donated food in and, and maybe charge uh, charge guests for the food. But we're going with the, the venue um, will provide all of the food. So we can add um, a silent auction table, which I believe, you, you, you may or may not be doing, but that's certainly a component that can really bring in some some extra funds. So basically, it's getting going out into your community, into your local businesses, um, talking about what the event is, who what it is supporting, and uh, and asking for donations of prizes, gift cards, um, and things like that. And then setting up like a silent auction table where guests, whenever they arrive, they're coming for you know that a specific event, but it's kind of and they've already prepaid and that that. Revenue Revenue is already, you know, going towards your cause. But when they come, there's something extra special, and it's kind of everybody loves to, you know, when it, you know, see a silent auction. Oh well, get the bidding up, and you know, have that little competitive nature. And sometimes these gifts that uh, that the the you know the community donates, especially when you know children's wish and you know children's charity, they it's always holds a special place and within within the community. So um, you know, you come and you see something that you want to bid on. Well, that can just you know. It, it'll just drive up, uh, drive up your your funds that can be directed towards the event. So certainly, a silent auction is is a great component. There is also you can do um, sometimes uh, there's also the opportunity to do like a fifty fifty draw, so like a fifty fifty kind of raffle. So you would sell fifty fifty tickets. There is a small restriction with that, and, and 
most times with that restriction, it'll come, there comes a cost. You do actually have to get a raffle license through the city of Ottawa. It's not a huge cost, but uh, depending on the size of the event, you could sell 50-50 tickets and, you know, to every guest that comes in and, you know, 50% goes to the winner, 50% you know, goes to the charity. A lot of times in the end, especially children's, children's charity, the winner will actually donate back. So you're actually going, you're even more further ahead. So there's that. We also have, you know, some straight donations that can be, can be at an event. So we spoke about how, you know, with our third party events within the community, we want to support and we like to support whatever is going on in the community and, and give as much as, as we can to make the, the event as successful as possible. Possible. And so, you know, we'll give you the marketing and the, you know, the signage, you know, things like that. But we also go a step further and, you know, we'll have obviously a children's wish representative at the event. We may, we could have a wish family or a wish child speak at the event. So basically what it'll, what it allows you to do as the event organizer is to really connect your guests with the cause that they're supporting because it's not just, you know, myself being there talking about Children's Wish who, you know, works for Children's Wish and absolutely loves, you know, the organization, but it's somebody that was impacted by Children's Wish. So we'll have, whether it's going to be, you know, the mom of a, you know, a young four-year-old girl who's just diagnosed with leukemia or it could be the, the child itself. We have children, Wish children that go up to 17 years old. Oftentimes, they're very comfortable with speaking about their story, you know, about, you know, their treatment, their the process of their illness, how they started to dream about their wish, what it brought to them, and then, you know, going through that, going full circle from, you know, diagnosis to actually fulfilling their wish and what that meant having that opportunity. So whenever you do have, whether it's a child speaking about their their story and or even a mom or a dad, speak, a parent speaking about how they felt and how it impacted their child whenever, you know, they get this wonderful news that, okay, well, they get to have their most heartfelt wish. And that really connects with the guests. So that, that component can really, and then, there, you know, we obviously set up a wish wall. It has, like, different stories of, you know, children. And then they could, the guests can read about, you know, how some of the wishes that we brought to life, some of the stories that we've impacted, and then, you know, set up obviously a donation. So, like I said, there's lots of different components that can add to an event like the sing-along. But, you know, any ideas that either you guys or even the community has, um, I just did uh, another similar podcast about a week and a half ago, and and the question was uh, was posed that, you know, how do you start? Like, say, somebody hears about Children's Wish or they hear this podcast, where do you even start? Well, really, you know, the very the start is really just a want to help out, and then the next step is just to give your local chapter a call. Yeah, I'm so, glad you said that, Tammy, because, I mean, that's kind of our goal in May making this podcast is to help people know where to start. And that's it. And that's it. And a lot, a lot of times, you know, you, you, you catch something, whether it's on social media or on the news or a story that you might hear and you, you, you instantly feel, okay, oh, geez, I'd that to be something I'd love to get behind. But you just don't know where to start or you don't know what to do. Well, that's what, you know, Children's Wish is here to help support and guide, you know, anyone. And, you know, a lot of times, Selena, we think, uh, you know, a monetary or we think hold an event. 
But you can support Children's Wish in numerous ways. Just your time. We're, we're consistent. We operate, you know, largely these events that we, that we run, these events that we attend, largely they're able to happen through, you know, the generosity of the time from our volunteers in the communities. Maybe you're not in a position to make a monetary contribution, but you've got time and that's just as valuable as sort of financial contribution. So certainly if you want to help, there's the, the, the time, there's monetary, but there's also a third component. So with our events that we run throughout the year, we do ask for different services as in kind. So for instance, for a princess and superhero dance party, we needed a professional photographer and we needed a professional videographer and then a face painter and all these things. Well, you know, those are in-kind donations. So if you've got maybe you're, you've got a skill you know, I really like, really enjoy taking photography or, you know what, I'm really good at painting or I'm, you know, I love to do this or it's a skill set. Well, that skill could be utilized within somewhere within Children's Wish and may not be right away, but maybe an event comes up and, and it's just a phone call like, I love to do this. We just did a booth at Bayshore this past weekend and a faith painter volunteered her professional service. Amazing, amazing. So we were promoting one of our first party events, the Princess Party. She donated her services, very professional setup. She face painted for the whole day for free, just on tips, and donated all the tips to Children's Wish, which that, you know, if we had to have that booth set up, sure, we would have had some stop mm-hmm. and some traffic, but because the face painter was there, every child that went by wanted to stop, which gave us the opportunity to speak to the parents about, you know, the Princess Party. Yeah. Yeah, so everybody's got a way to give, really, is that's what right. you get down so, to. That's a good way to put it. I, and it's weird that I'm focused so much on the monetary part of it, because I'm not really obsessed with money for the most part. <laughs> but, but when we sit down to talk about this, I kind of, like Selena said, we're doing this, are you in? <laughs> and my first thought was, well, how much of a difference will it really make? Like, what is a decent goal for this event? And does that help? Absolutely, absolutely. Every little bit helps. So basically for, you know, I believe the venue holds me at 90, was it, Selena? Somewhere yeah. around there? Yeah, exactly. If, if you can get for an event like this, it's two hours. Anywhere between 500 to 1500 is fantastic because you know, I know on the back end it does take it does take a good amount of time, but you guys are certainly helping pave the road in making it simplified with this podcast, with the website, the how tos, and these are you know we just spoke about how can you help. You're already helping by what you're doing right now, even prior to the event, because mm-hmm. this is something that is that could be used for future events, which we didn't have the means maybe to put together, but you're putting it together in a step by step, very clear way to do it. So certainly you're helping already even prior to the event. So no amount is too small, but if you want to set rational kind of realistic goal for the, for the event that you're doing, I would say anywhere between five and 1500 is absolutely fantastic. I think we can get that. <laughs> we're, that's where <laughs> that's, we're sitting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so this is a, we'll go back to the kind of helping people how to do this. And this is a bit of a, I think, question that might intimidate people. We've started to go out to support for small businesses, and it's been fantastic. We've gotten a lot of support from them. And I know that that can be sort of something that's a bit intimidating 
four people, but in our case, we've only had one company say no to us. So is it typically like this when people put events on? Like if someone is organizing it and is a bit intimidated on this step, what kind of level of support do you think they can look forward to? What kind of tips can you give them when they're out looking for a silent auction or other support? Yes, it definitely can. If this is not your forum and it's not like the back of your hand, certainly it can be a little bit overwhelming and a little bit intimidating. But my first word of advice is we've got tools. When you're looking for, you know, this is what we do. We do in-kind asks. We're a nonprofit. We operate with a very, very lean budget. So most times we rely on the generosity of local businesses. So certainly if you, if you don't feel comfortable in that aspect, we've got the tools. It's contact us. We'll send you a formatted email that you could just fire off or formatted script that you could read through and kind of get comfortable with. Certainly it might not feel very comfortable the first couple of times you run through it, but you'll notice that you said it yourself, you've only had really one that kind of Mm -hmm. declined. You know, a children's charity, it holds, and you know, especially Children's Wish, it's all Canadian. It holds a special place in local businesses. So yeah. not to say that other organizations and other, other charities, fantastic organizations and charities throughout Canada. Yeah. But when you walk in and you're talking about a charity that benefits sick children, you're you're already you're already further ahead. So yeah. you know if you're if you don't feel comfortable approaching that when we certainly have the tools, give your local chapter, give the NatCap a call. I'll send off the best script that you could read through and kind of get comfortable with it. And if like I said, if it's not like the back of your hand, it won't feel comfortable the first one or two times. Mm-hmm. But you'll notice that as you start to get success, you'll notice that the reaction is positive. People want to help out charities, they, and particularly children's charities, and that gives you more motivation and more confidence to keep going to the next step and the next step. Tammy, one other thing that we wanted to ask you about, we've had some people, and it, it, like I'm not from the area, so I have, I have family in the east, I have friends out west, uh, my wife's family's out west, so people have come to us and they said, well, I'm not going to come all the way to Ottawa to come to your event, but I want to support this. So is there a way through Children's Wish Foundation that we can kind of do online donations? And do they get any sort of acknowledgement or tax receipt for that donation? Absolutely. So, Selena, this is what I, I was talking about, the community event page through Children's Wish, which Selena already set up. So that's basically what it is. is it, it provides you with a link. Within Children's Wish Foundation, all across Canada, you log on to www.childrenswish.com. You actually have an event community page. And attached to that, you can copy and paste the link and fire it off through social media, through email. Basically, we're doing this event. I realize you're in the East Coast. We certainly would love for, for your support. Or I realize you, maybe you're not going to be able to attend, but you want to help out. Here's the link. So basically, in that email or in that social media post, they directly click on the link and it brings right up the uh, sing-along party. Brings it right to your page. You've got a thermometer that gauges what your goal is and how much you you reach your goal. It allows the donor to go on and say, donate now. It asks for the information, how much they want to donate, name, address, telephone number, and then it automatically will mail out a tax receipt. So any straight donations are 100% tax deductible. For 
sure any donation that is that is made to the sing-along party, a tax receipt will be made mailed out for sure. That's awesome. And I'm pleased to announce we've already reached 8% of our donations yeah. <laughs> goal. <laughs> Good, good, good. Now, Tammy, we are going to ask one final question, and it is the most important question, I think. What is your favorite Disney movie? What is my favorite Disney movie? Oh, gosh, I'd have to say Brave. Oh, that's such a good one. What what about you? Uh, Mine is The Emperor's New Groove. (laughs) What is it? The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, I don't think I've even saw that one. It must be a new one. I don't think it... It's not new, but it didn't get the attention that it deserved. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'll have to look it up. My five-year-old, I don't think she would have even heard of that. (laughs) I have it, so I'll look it up. What about you, Jason? Uh, I I would... Well, I I tend to go old school and not really the musical ones, but I liked 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Swiss Family Robinson. (laughs) Oh, nice. But I have a three-year-old who's going to be very, very excited when we start playing that frozen music. (laughs) Oh, totally. And it is dress up, right, guys? Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for talking to us. This has been so fantastic. And you have been so crazy supportive of these two just uh, regular old folks trying to do something good. (laughs) It's an honestly fantastic job. We're we're not able to, to grant the amount of wishes that we we do if it weren't for people like the two of you within the you know the community and and these events. And I'll just touch on a little bit of that just to just to you know kind of make it clear that you know we Children's Wish as an organization we actually we rely so much on the events and the, and the success of the events and donations and major major corporation donations major donors. And the reason why is that we don't get any government grants or subsidies. And the reason is, is we're not deemed a necessary charity. So in the eyes of the government, they see, well, it's a wish. Well, okay, that's not necessary. But three years ago, we did lengthy studies and we ran it for five years ongoing. And it is necessary. And, And the link between how that wish, whenever a child is going through that sort of period and the family is going through that tough period of their life, you know, maybe their whole routine and their whole schedule is consistent of specialist visits, hospital visits, chemotherapy, needles. And then we walk in and we say, hey, you get to dream and you get to wish whatever it is, what would make you the most happiest in this world? Well, their whole mental and emotional outlook changes. So there's that. But we've also done studies where there's a, there, there's a noticeable and recognizable improvement, not just on the emotional impact and the emotional outlook of the child, directly translates into their medical documents. So they actually, the medical profession and the medical community actually sees there, there's an improvement mm-hmm. physically in the child. And that just goes to show how you're mind and your emotional state translate into your physical state. So 99% of parents say that they've seen like huge positive and emotional and physical benefits after their child, you know, receives the news that they they can get a wish. You guys are incredible and we're really excited to be able to make a difference and to sing songs at the same time. Perfect. (laughs) Thank you so much, Tammy. We can't wait to see you. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode in our journey towards our epic sing-along party. We were thrilled to touch base with Tammy and learn how we fit into the larger effort to bring some smiles and hope to some kids who could really use it. We'll put a link to our website and Facebook event page in the description of the podcast, but you can also find it at sing-along tea party 
Wix site, that's W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com slash party. We know it's a bit of a long one, but we wanted all the funds to go to the Children's Wish Foundation. So it's a free website and it's really easy to use. In this episode, we mentioned how local businesses are really stepping up for us and we just want to thank them all. You can see the list of sponsors on our website under supporting partners and we'll also be giving them a shout out on our Facebook. We mentioned that we did have one no. Just to let you know that this no was very nice and the business does participate in a lot of great work and community building. We have absolutely no hard feelings and still think that they're pretty awesome for doing the great work they do with other charities. In the next episode, we're actually going to touch base with our first local business to step up and offer support, our host venue, Hunter's Public House. The support of local business is essential to efforts like this, and we're very appreciative of any time, support, or resources that are offered. As always, if you're ever in town, why not stop in for a cup of tea or a song? We like both. Until next time.